And welcome to How Rude, an exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am John Pernasek, and to my right is Brandon. Brandon, say your name. I am Brandon Shockney. I am Brandon Shockney. All shall die. Ah, beep boop beep. <laughs> and we are, of course, just a couple of rude, rude dudes, dudes. Rude dudes. dudes. We're, We're just, just a couple, couple of rude, rude dudes. dudes. And to our immediate left is our latest rude dude. He will now use all of his face muscles to tell beep us... Boop. His name, he is not a robot, Brandon. You're the robot, you mm-hmm. cold, unfeeling mm-hmm. monster. The intro was very robotic. No, it was. How, do you want to start over again? No. You okay, then. I am a robot. My name, hey, my name's Nico, and... <laughs> hey, my name, my name. Hey, my name, my name, my name. Nico, what, is your, what is your full name, Nico? Uh, my full name is Nicholas Janos Carter. Nice. Yeah. Great. Got the full name out there. Got the full it's name on out the there. It's on the record. So, you know, if you're looking for me, this is where to find me. <laughs> Ladies. Ladies. You looking for me... <laughs> Where's that, Nico? <laughs> Nico is here to help us discuss the first season finale. <clears throat> Only seven more years of episodes to burn through, and then we will be free from this curse. We made a deal with the devil, and our punishment was this podcast. <laughs> we now have millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, we do. What what deal was it that, that this is the punishment? Uh, that we what would we get, get sponsorship from Blaze Pizza and Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Oh. And that's basically it. Yeah. Yes. And Michaels. We, we talked about Michaels in the last episode, mm-hmm. so we just got to wait for that money to come in. Mm-hmm. Nico, you're here to help us discuss that season finale. It's yes. called DJ Tanner's Day Off, which right before we watched it, we realized, oh, it's a play on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Which is... Terrible. The worst. Because she has no date comparable to Ferris Bueller. No, it does no. not live up to the movie. No, but before we go into that, Nico, what's your relationship with Full House? How did you grow up with that show? Um, I never watched it, actually. I, I think that my grandma watched it. Um, my grandma it's watched... It's a show for grandmas? I guess it is. I don't know. I don't know. I just never really watched a lot of TV. My parents didn't have it. I remember one time I scraped my feet uh, on some cement, and I was just bleeding and, and felt like I was going to die, and... Um, I sat on the couch and they turned on the TV and there was only one channel. It was PBS. And I was like, this is bullshit. Uh, (laughs) I never get to watch TV. Why is this the TV I have to watch? Why is this the TV that I have to watch? I don't want to be educated while I'm watching TV. I want to be... I want to, like, zone out. That's the the point. Uh Um, So, so no, I never really watched it. But but I've heard good things. Now, be honest. Were you pulling a DJ Tanner about this whole bloody feet thing? Did you go outside and scrape your feet on purpose? Oh, it was Raspberry Jam. Oh. <laughs> it's Raspberry Jam. Yes. Oh, N- Nico, you poor... Nico, why are your feet so delicious? Uh, I must be sick. <laughs> I must be even more sick than I imagined. <laughs> My blood runs thick with jam. <laughs> I am Jam Boy. Now, if you could just give us a quick four to five sentence description of what DJ Tanner's Day Off is about. Don't worry about the finer details. We'll get to that. What do you remember? Um, so the sh- this episode is about um, one of the daughters who wants to go see a singer uh, and get her autograph, and um, she kind of compromises her values in order to uh, to do so. And uh, and you know, but at the end of the day, everybody kind of gets on the same page, and everyone's kind of you know uh, 
you know, they, they, they reconcile. Yeah, they're all generally, mm-hmm. at the end of every episode, everyone is generally happy with right. their situation and it's, their lot in life. Yeah, nothing will ever be the same, but they're generally happy. Right. Nothing will ever be the same? Right. <laughs> there's, the stakes, no, there's no turning back, but they're generally happy. There, there are no breaking bad stakes in these episodes. There's no, like, nothing will ever be the same. Yeah, don't you, wouldn't you love that if, if each episode of Full House ended on, like, on a next time on Full House, and it's just next like, time. nothing will ever be. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> this bit is officially out of control when a blob of spit goes right into my eyeball. And if I get a staph you're, infection you're or pink those eye inception, from that. Those like inception, like, <laughs> blah, blah. like, DJ, like everyone's heads are turning. You don't, you don't DJ. have to turn your head away from the mic to do Joey. the bit. We're losing the audio, Brandon. <laughs> Stephanie. We have 700. One of these characters will die. I am curious, though, because I haven't watched as many of these as you guys have, obviously. Do they rec- do they call back things that have happened? Are they like, In no, I'm not going to trust you to do this because you lied to me about being sick that one day. You know what I mean? It's never something that that, that is that like thought out. It's well, more like... Like this little, di- this little daggers example. of like relationships, you know, where you kind of pull out those little things just to... There is an example because there's a whole episode where Stephanie unwittingly steals an acting gig from DJ and then a couple episodes later DJ actually brings it up she's like hey remember when you got that acting job how did I react and Stephanie was like you tried to murder me with a knife and then we had to call the police yeah and also DJ is consistently learning how to use play the guitar but she's not getting any better yeah the callback is that she's just as bad so, yeah, there are a couple of things. Yeah. Now, because you have no frame of reference for this, yeah. we did kind of have to explain to you that Joey and Jesse are living in the house with yes. the girls, helping raise them. Yes. Joey is just a friend of the family. Jesse is the brother-in-law of Danny, Bob Saget. Right. And Pan, the mother, is dead. So that's basically all you need to know. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Nothing has really happened story-wise that, no, that you would furthers... need to pull from. Right. Now, if you could give this episode a different title, Nico, one that is not DJ Tanner's Day Off, what do you think would be a better representation for a title? Uh, going to the strip mall. Um, uh, I don't don't small town blues. Going to the strip mall. Small town. Small town it blues. sounds like a like a Bruce Springsteen Jr. song. <laughs> going to the strip mall. Small town blues. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gonna get Stacy Q's autograph. Oh, Stacy Q. A I car's burning in the front yard. I can't wait to talk about Stacy Q. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because you know, she's so rad. rad. Is it rad or radical? Rad. Is it they rad? say rad. Okay, it's rad. Mm-hmm. So we start off. We don't. I love. We've been joking about how. Every episode starts with the camera zooming towards the front door of the brownstone, mm-hmm. and I want the camera to pan to the building next to them, <laughs> so that we inexplicably, for one episode, get a show that's not about anything <laughs> yeah. that we're normally used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, they actually zoom in on DJ's room, DJ and Stephanie's uh, like room. Windows, yeah. And mm-hmm. DJ is, is she singing or lip syncing? I think she's singing along with the song. So the song is playing. But when Kimmy... Okay, there's a moment where I was a little confused because I wasn't sure if two voices were happening at the same time. They were, because it was that weird, like, synthesized sound of True. Like, both of their voices. The combined. weird echo effect, you yeah. mean, yeah. I thought DJ maybe found a karaoke track version of her favorite Stacey Q songs, because Stacey Q is so, like, ubiquitous in this universe. Mm-hmm. And ours, because as we learned via the credits, Stacey Q is a real person. Yeah, I thought they made this, like, performer up. For Wouldn't this that show. be easier? No, I guess not. 
I mean, they live in a completely fictional reality of San Francisco. Yeah. Just come up with a fake Madonna. And who the fuck is the real Stacey Q? There's no way she was popular. I can look it up. I can look it up. Nico and Brandon just like, sh- like I don't know. I've, Why I've, are you looking at us? <laughs> we didn't invent Stacey Q. <laughs> we didn't unleash that monster. So she's dancing. It's awkward. It's very awkward and weird. And I don't know the lyrics. I'm not listening to the lyrics of the song, but I bet you they're like vaguely. Just like Madonna songs. They're like, if you really listen to them, they're pretty sexual. If you love me, mm-hmm. then show me what you got. If you love, I don't know. Well, did you see the the poster of her when when uh, she finally does get you know kind of get called off, and then she like looks up. She she like is gonna you know he's like yeah you're gonna you're not going to school. She looks up at the poster, and it's just like very sexualized, like scantily clad girl like crouching, like looking out, like she's straddling an amp. Eyes. Yeah, she's like full on riding an amp. Yeah, and DJ's like you're so rad. I'm like DJ. Like, careful, because as we discussed in the last episode, DJ's sort of kind of discovering, like, oh, there's a womanhood out there. Like, yeah. I can, like, own my own body, and it's just getting a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 awkward. So, she's Kimmy be- walks she's in. She's best known for oh. her single, her 1986 hit single, Two of Hearts. Oh, Two of Hearts. I'm, I know that song. I do not. Two of Hearts. Two Hearts that beat as well. She's a singer, <laughs> dancer, it. and actress. So uh, I guess this counts. That do- if this is her only credit, then she's not an actor. That's <laughs> nonsense. Uh, Kimmy walks in and thinks that DJ's a big old fucking dum-dum. Even though the little girl that plays Kimmy is, she's decidedly bad in this episode. She's doing. She's overdoing it a little bit. She like, Well, she turns off the music and exposes DJ's horrible like singing. DJ should have closed the door, first of all. Right, and then DJ also sings for like... Four seconds past when... Right, when you would actually realize <laughs> the music's no not playing. Yeah, yeah they, that, get, like, that guy makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kimmy full out laughs at her. Brays like a donkey. It's, it's like this huge mouth that is just like... <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah. It's like an animal. It's She's like, like an animal. She's like a fucking monster. She's like a Pac-Man. She's a sociopath. I'm on. <laughs> we all have theories about Kimmy. She's a Pac-Man. She's a monster. She's a sociopath. Uh, Kimmy, uh, Brandon, what, what is... Uh, what is Kimmy here to discuss with DJ? Uh, she wants to talk about, or she wants to show off first how she's got this note uh, that is is proof for her to get out of school. Um, forged by her brother. Forged by her older brother. Um, her parents are inexplicably in Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yeah. So she's like home alone with her older brother, which... It's a lot of exposition. Why couldn't they have just written it as, I forged my mom's signature... And they're out of town, so who fuck cares? Who fuck cares? Who fuck cares? Man? Instead, we have this like yeah, whole Byzantine exposition thing. So uh-huh. she's gonna get to go to get Stacy's autograph, right? And DJ wants. And the note is that she the the cat is having babies. The uh the rabbit, I think. The rabbit is having babies. So what are they gonna watch the live birth of these? baby rabbits they live in like a feral little house scenario where they're like we must teach our daughter how the animals work how to love how people she must watch them watch love watch the biological create we do not create as such I really gotta do my homework watch the little pussy babies come out of the rabbit (laughs) covered it (laughs) Kimmy becomes a dog no that's the rabbits oh okay fair enough uh (laughs) Yeah, now, now DJ's got to get her own scheme, but DJ's so stupid that she just can't come up with something. She's she's brainless. Right. She needs influence from other people to fucking come up with this stuff. Meanwhile, um, Danny's going to L.A. 
for us to to cover a surfing competition because that's mm-hmm. that's something they would that's go under his Danny jurisdiction. Do. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, like we need him out, and we he's going to be gone for a day, a day. day. So the surfing competition is what? Well, he a said, day? not even a day. He said, "I'll be back tomorrow afternoon." It's so, ridiculous, and it's like that evening or. Yeah, like a late night school. surfing competition. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Okay, guys, look, Prince dying. We're gonna need to fly you out to LA for one day. Prince dying in 1988. Like we know this. <laughs> yeah, we know this is going to happen. Get him out there. We need Get him video out there. We stories. <laughs> Get the real straight scoops. <laughs> no one's watching the news. <laughs> we need to make it <laughs> sexy. Yeah. And so we'll put Danny in front of the camera because he's our sexiest anchor. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 1980. These people are over the Cold War. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so he gives Jesse a list of phone numbers that includes like you know the police, grandma, grandma number two, mm-hmm. and Jesse makes a joke. He says something like. The only numbers you didn't put on the list are the White House and the Equalizer. Now, I've never seen a second of the Equalizer, but I know it's a TV show that existed. Yeah. Why? I just don't understand the compulsion in a writer's room to, like, put in that kind of stuff. Like, people will think this is funny because it's literally happening right now. Well, they're probably like, this is an easy laugh. We can get an easy laugh just by any pop culture reference that we just shove in. It we'll didn't get, get that life. big of a studio lab. I don't think no. it was worth it. No. Not at all. Especially since it has no staying power. Yeah. Like, you, you, a good a mark of a good show is that it can have, like, you can watch it, and then you can still watch it, like, years later and yeah. still find it funny. Even, po- like, even political jokes. Like, if you wanted to do in-the-moment political jokes, a lot of that stuff doesn't date well at all. The most, like, you could do is, like, People today would still get like a, a, a rough Nixon joke or something, but right. you know, most for the most part, this is, I don't understand why they think this needs to be like a topical show. I think they're just really this show gets I get the sense from this show that it really wants to relate to you as it wants to relate to you so hard, yeah. and so it's just it's just clawing for any relevancy. It's like oh look this uh, this show, look at this Kimmy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, look at it, this Kimmy. <laughs> we've got a Kimmy. We got a Kimmy. We've got a Stacy. We've got a and, and it's like yeah. and, and then all the bitch shots of the baby. It's like just so cute. It's just very. It's not the best written show in the world, but it's very relatable. It's the, always... They're like sh- shoving a lot at you to be like. Oh, okay. Like I, I enjoy looking at that. Yes. Uh, they're like, babies are cute, right? Baby, 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 baby. Right. Oh, look, we got Stacy Q. She's a real, she's a real pop yeah. star. You like guys like that? Two like, love yeah. parts. It's, it's like they got the audience being like, yeah, okay, yeah. And now I see that. Mm-hmm. They're I cast, can... they're casting the widest net possible because you know every yes. TV show is going to go for like the eighteen to thirty-five. But then they also want moms. They want people who can relate to Jesse and his rock and roll sensibilities. They want babies. They want literal babies in front of the TV going, I love this show. I'm a baby. Yeah. Yeah. I relate to Michelle because uh, she poops. I love Michelle. Stacy Q, I love her. Even babies love Stacy Q. <laughs> um, DJ says he. She walks up to him and she's like, "Hey, Dad." She's so stupid. She says, "Hey, Dad, while you're gone, would you mind if I got Stacy Q's autograph?" And Danny's like, "Well, no, I wouldn't mind if you. Di- Why would I mind that?" And she's like, "Good. So in effect, you're saying I can skip school." And he's like. You are my oldest daughter. You should be maybe smarter than this. Mm-hmm. Also, no. You're not going to skip school. Fuck yourself. Right. And, like, uh, I feel like she could have thought it through, been, been like, well, if I can't do it, can I send someone? Or I guess it was the her wanting to meet Stacy Q. Maybe it was more than the autograph. Maybe she just wants to see Stacy Q. Yeah, I'm sure the meeting her, yes. And yeah. the autograph is proof that she met her. Right. And I think maybe in DJ's mind... She doesn't want to do the Kimmy route, 
She doesn't want to be subversive, so she's like, I'll, I'll try to, like, get tricky with Dad, but not lie to him. She's basically flat out saying, let me skip school. Yeah. And Danny's like, no, Jesse, Joey, you're in charge. I gotta go to L.A. and, like, fuck surf abroad. So bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, gotta go be cool. Oh, and DJ gets mad. And I wrote down, what if your dad dies in a plane crash, DJ? And the last thing you ever said to him was, fuck you. Shook his hand. Shook his, She shook his hand. And gave hands. him a very reluctant half hug. It's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, bye, daddy. Mm, you smell that. You smell like prophylactics. <laughs> I don't know why I think that. It just came to my, like, just smelly latex. Um, have fun in LA banging surfer broads. Jesse has a new song. It's the worst. Yeah. Oh, did we miss it? I just want to say that I love uh, when Kimmy's like, oh, I guess that's it. And DJ's like, it's not over yet. It's like the scheming has begun. Oh, and uh, also there's that joke where Danny goes down the line of girls and he's like, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you. And then he hugs Kimmy while saying I'm going to miss you. like, Bruh. And that's when Kimmy, like, her flower opens that's for Danny. Her sexual awakening. Yep. Uh, and then for the rest of this series, we're going to have to get, like, awkward flirtation between Kimmy and Danny. Yeah. All because Danny touched her inappropriately. That, that hug. He knew what he was doing. He was like, I I'll like, miss you. I'll She's miss never you, had Kim. anyone tell her that. Uh-huh. No. Well, her parents are in Las Vegas. They're like, fuck you, Kimmy. Your older brother's in charge. We're going to go gamble your college savings away. My older brother's <laughs> 15. He's having a huge party where Damn. there's drugs. I'm going to hang out uh, with DJ. Uh, DJ? Stacey Q's the only thing I look forward to. Uh, your mom's dead. I wish my mom was dead. Kimmy. Tanner. Mm. Oh, no. Well, Hearts. Was... Arrows through the heart. Yeah. So Jesse's got a new song. Uh, does anyone remember how it goes? It's pretty terrible. Oh, it's it's the worst. At least he acknowledges that it's bad. Uh, well... He's like, oh, that's the worst. Something about, like, snow. Here's an idea. Show me Jesse writing a song that doesn't sound like fucking garbage. We know he's in song mode because he always has his, like, Read. his like reading glasses on. Yep, yep. Because uh, he needs to see... Yeah. In case you want to make those, like, quick notations. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not that note. This note. Damn, man. Oh, oh maybe good. the bridge could go... <laughs> DJ, what? I'm trying to write my next pop superstar single. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying Elvis. to write two of hearts. I'm going to be the next Elvis. Oh, boy. He really wants to be the next Elvis. Yeah, he really does. So DJ's very complimentary. She's like, you're so cool. You got a big, thick, cut dick. Can I write a report about how you got a big, cut, th- thick dick? And he's very flattered that she wants to... This uh, is a very desperate man. This is yeah. he, He's desperate for attentions. He clearly is very lonely. Mm-hmm. And the idea that somebody would want to even spend any time talking to him and asking him questions is really kind of gets him going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well he, he has no groupies. Yeah. He, yeah. He there's has, no interviews. He has a lot of empty sex. He does have a lot of... He has a lot of girls over and stuff, but it's all very empty. Yeah. Right. Yes. So for him to even... And the DJ... <laughs> Her her veneer of appreciation is so false that, like, any grown man should be able to, like, immediately see through it. But, yeah, she claims that she has to write a report about someone she admires, but she immediately gets onto this track of, hey, did you ever skip school? How'd you skip school? Give yeah, me details. Yeah, cut to the part where you skipped. Did you have to kill like, anybody? He's like, okay, yeah. But he's so flattered at this point that he's willing to go into great detail of everything we're about to see a- a- Exactly, point for point. Because he says something to the effect Terro- of... That's just a terrible writing. Terrible. He says, I, I pretended to be sick so that people would call in for me and let the school know I wasn't coming in. And then I would say, oh, I'm I actually better. bounced back. I'm going to go to school now by myself. Bye. And no one expected me at the school, so it was fine. And DJ's like, 
why didn't that's I brilliant. think of that? I'm like, I don't know, why didn't you think of that? It's just classic, that's that's bedrock kid mm-hmm. stuff. Also, uh, Jesse is like gone that morning, and I, that's very convenient. That Doing his exterminator go- job, I'm sure. Right, uh, because clearly if he had been around, he would have been like, you're just doing... Hey, you're stealing my shit. That I just told you last night is what you're doing. Well, yeah. if he's gone, who is watching the baby then? Joe. Joey. Joey is watching. Because Joey's baby. a comedian, so he does only, only does stuff like late at, late night. at night. He's got those uh, late night gigs. Then he wakes okay. up early, like make the cereal, you know, clean the house. Because yeah, we see him with Michelle. They're like doing a, a, a dishes bit, where he's like, Michelle, help me wash the dishes, and she's like, licking, pooping, vomiting. He's like, I wash you dry. <laughs> That's the most sitcom thing I've probably heard yet. Yeah. The way he says it is he's like, exact. Michelle, no, Michelle, I wash you, you dry. dry. And the audience is like, ha 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 ha. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, we should laugh. We are pot people. This is the only show on television. Beep boop beep. Show me the baby. Show me the baby. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty terrible. DJ has like an electric blanket strapped to her forehead. She's got popsicles, I guess, to make her hands feel cold. Yes, and she's she's literally sweating in front of us. And well, she's like been sniffing onions, onions. so she can cry. Oh yeah, that's like, that's ridiculous. Uh, uh. Joey's cooking and he's like, hey, where are those two onions I wanted to use? <laughs> Uh-oh, it all falls apart immediately. Uh, thermometers don't work like this. DJ sticks the thermometer in her mouth and it says 106. Well, she's got She's going to make herself sick, the, by the way. Isn't it under the thing? It's not in her uh, mouth. Well, oh, it wasn't? I think it's like it was, un- it was under the blanket heap thing. And then she's like, meh. meh well, she, he, okay. Oh, Brandon, you understand this is an audio podcast, right? Yeah. So when you when you do shake, a th- shake, like, like a Polaroid a, picture, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. Yeah, you know like Alkaya. Like Alkaya. You do that with a thermometer. That doesn't and work it, though. And reduces. No, it it does not at all until it gets to the perfect temperature for you to see. And then it stays there, unless yeah. you move it just slightly, and then it goes. Kids, kids, if you're listening to this podcast, wondering if you came across this thinking, man, I need I need schemes to get out of school. Did I tell you that one star? Did I tell you that one star review where the guy called us uh, raging flammers? Yeah. Did I tell you that that's no longer uh, on the iTunes store? It's like gone. It's so weird, and I don't understand. Did he, he deleted it? I didn't even know you could delete it. Did somebody report it? Is it inappropriate content? I don't know. I marked it as not helpful. Okay. On yeah, iTunes, well, you, me too. Yeah. I was like, this is not this a is not helpful, helpful for us. You. <laughs> don't call us flammers. Yeah, what is that even? What? It's not a thing. No, flammer is not a thing. But I noticed that because it used to say, I can't believe I'm saying this much, but it used to say that we had three one-star reviews, and now it says two, and I was like, two? And so I scrolled through, and I was like, it's gone. It was like a ghost review trying to take us down, but it didn't yeah. work. It didn't fucking work. We're stronger, faster, Cause funnier. I'm stronger than yesterday. <laughs> no. Britney Spears is our Stacey Q. <laughs> she was our Stacey oh, Q. Oh, yeah. Um, thermometers don't fucking work like that. Fine. Joey completely buys the DJ is rank ass sick. He's like, also parents, if you come into a room and your child already has a thermometer in their mouth, maybe take it out and, and stick it back in. Maybe, maybe take some time, you know, cause do a double like, blind test. Do a double check. blind test. Yeah. Cause that's a, it's a, yeah. Confirm your own research. Cause that's suspicious. It's like it what suspicious. kid is like, that's really sick is like. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and get started with Yeah, the... I'm going to get the thermometer and yeah. get it already. Mm-hmm. Well, she tricks Stephanie first, and it's surprising to me that Stephanie is like... Because DJ's like, oh, 
I'm so like just so exaggerated. Yeah. And Stephanie, I thought would maybe be a little more insightful than that. Like she knows her sister; she lives with her. Yeah, but that's the whole. The they whole pick thing and with choose Stephanie. Yes, she is. is like she's either real dumb or or she's like she's adult weird savvy. insight. Yeah, she's just very earnest and assumes the best of everybody. It seems mm-hmm. like. Well, she's her big sister. Yeah, she she assumes the DJ is on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And she she's oddly intimate with her in the bed. She's like, "You poor baby, yeah, let it me is touch very your strange. face and bring you yeah, juice." She's like, "I'm gonna have Uncle Joey get you." Don't cover your mouth. Juicy, <laughs> and then I'll place my mouth upon your mouth. Two of hearts. Get me sick. And get she even sick. says, "I wish I could get Stacy Q's autograph for you." Like she's just so like my poor mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye. I have to go. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh, and then later, so uh, Joey's doing the dishes with Michelle. Mm-hmm. DJ comes down, fit as a fucking fiddle. She's like, "Stop, Joey. I gotta go, bro. Yeah, she's like, peace. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. You must think I'm an idiot. I know what happened here. You faked sick, but you feel so guilty now that you do want to go to school. And she's like, yeah, you stink fuck. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, you but You miserable D-plus comedian. I've seen your fucking impressions. What? He's yeah, I'm gonna cut right to the heart. Your Popeye <laughs> is midi- midi- mediocre. What? What? Yeah. No, You're Popeye. never gonna find commercial success. You're gonna be doing the clubs for your whole fucking life. <laughs> Rip. Debra. Debra. <laughs> he becomes, and that's the story of how Joey Gladstone became Ray Romano. <laughs> uh, and so she just goes to school, and you immediately brought up, how does Joey expect DJ to get to school? Walking? Yeah. He's just like, okay, Bye. Bye. My I, duties only extend in the housing area. Well, they, they both... Yeah, outside of these walls, you're free. Well, we assume, free. we assume that in the morning they take the bus, right? Well, yeah, the school but, bus. But now it's probably, like, around 9 do, or 10. Do you think they just expect DJ to take, like, public trans transportation? Yeah. Uh, Is there, like, a bus? A trolley car? Ding, ding! Stay hitch- secure! Ding, ding! Yeah. You gonna hitchhike there? Okay, good. Like, no, no, no. Hey, hey. <laughs> God. I'm going to the Stacy Q concert. Oh, I love Stacy Q. <laughs> How did you know I was going to Stacy Q? You brought it up first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh God, we've written a very dark episode of Full House, as would be expected from a couple of rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. Nico, you're a rude dude too. So yeah, please feel free. I will next time. Okay. If it comes up. <laughs> if it comes up. If it comes up naturally. Rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. Good. Very quickly. Good. Stacy Q is a meth head motherfucker monster. <laughs> she she's looks like gross. a fucking rooster. <laughs> That's she's all I like, thought. She's wearing like the jacket of like a disco lieutenant. <laughs> yeah. Like a, it looks like a Sergeant Pepper's like be, beyond bedazzled, beyond sequenced. It's every fucking color of sequence you could ever have. Speaking of Michaels, it's like she went to Michaels and got a bunch of glitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stacy Q, you're on in five. I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like her hair looks like they just plucked the butt of a rooster off of it and just like slicked it onto her bald head. And it's an it's an especially false, like MTV fake red. Yeah. It's like uh it's like it's like a berry color mm-hmm. and she but her face she looks rough oh she's pale she's emaciated she looks she's very got lips sick. that like match the hair but it's like that combination of all things it's like she's a little puffy but she also looks drawn yes she's splotchy and pale yeah she just looks tired and she doesn't look happy no at, at she all she doesn't look fulfilled she doesn't no. look like she knows she's on a tv show right 
But still, guys, she's, she's like, oh, uh, there are children talking to me. Hey, what's your name? <laughs> DJ? That's cool. Get the cameras out of my face. All right, the paparazzi. Yeah. It's a, it's a set, Stacy. It's a set, guys. I'm getting paid? This is Whatever. To promote your new album. It's like her publicist was like, we don't want people to come see your shows. We have too many people coming to see your shows. Be like... Be less charming. Yeah. Be less charming. Yeah. Stacy, I just wanted to go over your set list for tonight. We're opening with two of hearts, then we'll follow up with two of hearts, then we'll follow up with two of hearts, then we'll follow up with two of hearts. <laughs> and then we're doing your new stuff that you're so proud of. She's shooting up in the corner. <laughs> two of taping glitter tear. Two, two of hearts. Two hearts that beat us. One. <laughs> Abra, Abra, Kadabra. That's not your song, Stacy. It's not your shit song. Um. She's kind of, yeah, she's sort of blasé with the kids, which I guess is realistic for, like, a haggard. Like, you're probably going to be tired. You're at a strip mall. You'd probably just be like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah, great. Yeah. You think I'm red? Red. Oh, she's so red. Red. And DJ's like, sign it to DJ, your best friend and confidant, your plus one at the Grammys. The person who, when she becomes a woman, you will take to your bed and teach her the ways of the ribbon dance. What amazed me is that Stacy says nothing to them. No. She has no lines. They weren't They weren't just like, and who should I make this out to? Like, she's like, no words. They didn't give no, her... she speaks to them, doesn't she? She does say, what? yeah, who should I make it out to? Yeah, she, she says that? Yeah, she talks to them. And then DJ gives her some ridiculous thing, and she's like, uh... And then, and then as they're That's leaving, she's like, then as they're leaving, something? she's like, she says something like, uh, see you around or see you later. Like just she like, does, she does. And, I miss that. And that's why they look at each other and they go, she wants to be our friend. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. They, see, when, when Joey shows up with Michelle, oh God. this is when I realized I remember this episode. I remember an exact moment. This is one of the first episodes I think that I actively remember watching. Yeah. Because Joey walks in, uh, we'll talk about some of the other people in line for this when we get to the fashion section. Because there's a remember me remember, remind me I should say to talk about the guy with the orange peach burnt jacket. It's like orange denim. I'm talking about it right now, but I'll talk about it later too. Um, so Joey walks in and he's got Michelle on a landline telephone cord leash. Eesh, right. It's clipped from like his the old jacket. Old school baby leash. Oh, yeah. Like, but, they have those now, but... The telephone like, cords that would go for 60 feet, yeah. and it wasn't even close to being maximized. Mm-hmm. You could take it for another 200. And there's a lot of slack when the baby's close to you. There's got to be a lot of telephone cord just dragging on the floor, yeah. collecting dirt. It's just a clip. Ugh. It's very easily just like a... Because he just clips it off. It is a clip, but he had to jerry-rig that. I mean, that's not... They weren't selling telephone cords with no. clips on them. I just feel like it'd too be, much very, slack. It'd be right. very easy for a baby to just be like... Yeah, way too much slack. And babies like to like chew on things, so you now or just fiddle. It's just like dirt. What's this? What is this? Dirty. I'm free. It's grimy. It's sticky. It's like Mm -hmm. oh god. Thank you for like. I never really thought about that. Yeah, it's gross. It looked. I guess it looked clean in the shot, but it's bright pink. This will not work. Uh, So the bit I remember in hindsight, I've seen this before. Michelle spots DJ and Kimmy hiding behind a Stacy Q cutout, and the moment I remember is Michelle. Little if if it's Mary Kate or Ashley. Her jaw hangs open like, ah, it's DJ. Right. I see you. I see I everything. See you. I see you. <laughs> um, so I remember that moment. Uh, Michelle gives them away. Yeah. She like goes up to, and DJ's trying to get her to, to turn back. Like, Joey shows in. up and is like, DJ? 
And I this actually this moment got to me when Joey's like you felt for Joey? You felt for him? I and I never feel for Joey. I think he's the worst. But he, when he was like, "You know what? I was so taken by your honesty this morning that I came out to get you an autograph and like surprise you with that cuz I know you really wanted it." Like, that's fucking thoughtful. Yeah. Um and I was it, like, uh, in that moment I was like, "Yeah." You were betrayed. Yeah, DJ, you should feel like shit. That's undercut for once. You should really feel like shit. That's undercut slightly by the fact that we see Joey kind of using the baby to flirt with a woman who is nowhere near his age. Yes, and I believe the quote is, um, "This is my baby, my little baby. It's not even my baby. Oh, what's the use?" Yeah, he's like, "You don't care. You don't care." And she's literally like looking at him like. Fuck off. Who she's are that, you? She's got that bright blonde hair with like that little tuft of pink. Yeah, she might be 18 pink. if she's a day. I yeah. feel like that character yeah. is supposed to be like a fucking late teen. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. No, Joey's like, I'll get it where I can get it. Can I not get it here? All right, bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Can I get some of that sticky icky? Okay, I can. Bye-bye. Can we talk for a second also? Michelle is the one who, who turns the girls in, right? Yeah. I could tell Michelle just doesn't really want the best for this family. Like, she wants... <laughs> To, she really doesn't feel the love in the same way that everybody else does, and she kind of wants to throw the girls under the bus, is what the sense that Sophia I got. Michelle's, like, survival of the fittest, like, yes. wants to be, like, the alpha child. Yes. Okay. She is the one that kills him. Yeah. On the way out, Michelle is like, yeah! And just, like, destroyed her mother's body right. on the and way we out. we know everybody resents her for that, we kind of get that sense and the tension in their, in their relationships. Well... Right. You know? That's Nico's theory. I, I think that Michelle gets more than enough goo boo gaga look at Michelle. Well, attention. and eventually, eventually. Oh, God. Michelle, you're so cute. And she succeeds. Like, eventually, she becomes the alpha child. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Stephanie quickly grows out of the cute phase and becomes the awkward middle child. And then DJ right. just becomes the one that has all the weird teenager problems. We need to, we need to talk about what. I screamed about because in this next scene, Jesse comes to the house and he's like, Joey, what's the emergency? I had to quit. I had to leave my extraordinary job. What's up? Yeah. And Joey's like, well, DJ skipped school to get Stacy Q's autograph. And Jesse's really mad. He goes to the fridge cause he needs something to eat. And I, this is exactly what I screamed and I'm going to do it at the exact volume. <laughs> I did it away from the mic as much as I can. Chicken. <laughs> That's exactly what I did because once again, Jesse John Stamos is just freely eating cold fried chicken. Four episodes at least he's yeah, done this. Yeah, and they're all like, I guess they're all wings. It's all wings. Yeah, they're all like just a bowl of fried chicken wings that he keeps in the fridge to eat. And then he waves them around like Magic wants to like articulate his points. His like, points listen, Joey, like, yeah. we, but, but, we got to punish DJ. Nom, 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 nom. Jesus Christ. I don't it's, know. Of all the theories, Brandon was like, I think John Stamos wanted to do that. And he was like, hey, can I be eating some chicken? I think my character would be eating some chicken. I think it was Stamos' idea. I make fun of Brandon so much, but it's happened too many times now. I'm scared for my life. It's I, I want it to be a through line through the whole show. When Brandon's all right, something seasons. is wrong. That's all I'm saying. When Brandon's <laughs> right, something is wrong. All the seasons, he's just got this like fucking fascination with chicken. Until someone's going to be like, dude, you're getting fat. You're huh? eating too much fried yeah. chicken. Huh? <laughs> so uh joey and jesse talk about how they both had shit dads essentially joey even makes a reference to the fact that his He's dad beat. would yell at him so much that he would beat himself after a while yeah because he was so bored with his dad talking that he just cut to the beating yeah well that's why he tries to pick up teenage girls at strip malls now i mean he's kind of 
He's he's damaged. Yeah, he's what a little if, stunted. If, guys, what if that's his tr- like his? We n- haven't seen him do. We've seen him do stand up, I guess, once. Yeah. But what if that's his comedy? Like when he really gets into that bit, he just talks about his like awful home life and oh, how well, he was beat as a kid. When we saw him at the <laughs> comedy club, like, d- doesn't he do a joke about like? His dad taking off his belt and like chasing yeah. him or something. Like, you get back here. I've got my belt. You get back here. Wasn't really a joke. It was just yeah. a reference to he would chase me with a belt. And the audience is like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> not a joke. Not a bit. Right. It's really weird. They go upstairs and they start punishing DJ. It gets, it gets exponentially more harsh. Yeah, they're like compete, like one upping one one another, which is what a great bit, right? Like, I mean, like I see, it's like a poker game. Yeah, it's like I see your two weeks of no TV, and I raise you two weeks of no music. Well, I raise you no two weeks of no music and TV, and I say no friends for a month. Uh, are we agreed? Agreed. And then at one point they're like, "We're gonna cut off your fucking face, DJ." And agreed. Then, agreed. And, agreed. And then DJ's response is, "I hate myself." She's like, "I feel so bad." I just, no punishment could be anything worse than the hurt I feel inside. She literally says, I hate myself. She's a yeah. lying That's a... twat. She's a lying little smelly twat. <laughs> you don't think she's really sorry? She sets it up. Because Jesse and Joey immediately say, well, maybe we shouldn't tell Danny when he gets home. And she's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm like, you calculated this. You're still scheming. You never stopped scheming, DJ. Yeah. God damn. They See, we thought this is like some Kaiser. More. Yeah, this th- we should have seen this Kaiser Soze shit coming. This Damn. is some fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm just Twist. a dumb kid. I don't know how to fake school. I've known. I've known all along. I killed my mother. This, I, should, I, this should be called <laughs> DJ Tanner's mini masks. Mini masks. M I N I masks. I make mini masks. That's no, really her, creepy, her DJ. Mini. That's really creepy. Her mini faces. <laughs> so Danny was in L.A. for one day. He shows up and he is even worse than we remember. Cowabunga, dudes! Bodacious, babe! He's got, like, that awful loud Hawaiian shirt that looks like it belongs to... You know uh, Uncle Joey was like, Hey, can I, uh, can can I, I have that? that shirt? Can I have it? You, you don't need you're that You're not going to wear it after today. Can I have it? It is, but it is basically Hawaiian, which makes no sense because he went to L.A., yeah. which is in California, where they live. Right. It's not some magical place. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Um, Stephanie gives it all away. Well, you were, uh, Nico, you were in L.A. recently, right? Yeah. Did, is that fashion a good representation? Do people uh, say cowabunga to you? I, I di- I, people do say that. It's a greeting in L.A. Cowabunga, uh, dude. Cowabunga, dude. Well, like, the savings alone. And it means both hello and goodbye. So sometimes yeah, it's kind of hard to know. When yeah. you're like sobbing, like, I'm like I'm going to miss you. Like, cowabunga, dude. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Have a good flight, man. <laughs> yeah, when people are dying on the sidewalk, cowabunga. Does everyone wear sunglasses? Because it's so sunny. Yes, with uh, with little uh, loops so that they don't fall off your head. Right, the little like... But you don't have the loop actually around your neck. You have it just hanging down like here. Oh, you know? okay. yep, yeah. Um, uh, that's how they wear it now. That's, that's, that's now. the only thing that's changed in LA since 1988. <laughs> exactly. Now we have our sunglasses, our, our ropes down here. Yeah. Oh, Danny. Wh- who were we back then? We were just children. <laughs> Jesus just a status symbol now. Oh, man. Uh, let's... I don't... I'm having a brain fart. Brandon, where do we go from here? Stephanie ruins everything. Well, um, yeah, because they're, they're trying to cover it up and then Stephanie is like, 
you look much better. And they're like, what are you talking about? And Stephanie, the fuck up, of course. Yeah. Uh, which is another through line. DJ's so, like, oh, I looked bad earlier because uh, my hair. I-, I got a haircut. I like, look better what? now. DJ, you were sick. Uh, sick of that haircut. DJ, no, you were ill. You... I was ill looking at myself in the mirror over this Here's haircut. your homework because you were sick. Your teacher gave it to me. I got so sick I had to go to the salon. DJ, DJ, sick, sick. Stephanie, Stephanie, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> um, so it's revealed and Stephanie takes this news way too hard. She's like, DJ, you lied? You made me a liar. I lied to Uncle Joey. I lied to my teacher. I don't want to be a liar. I even made you a get well card, you skank. Here, get fucking well. I thought you were going to say, I made you a get fucked card. Yeah. Go and get (laughs) fucked. Here's a quarter. Go get fucked. (laughs) Jesus, Stephanie. I, I know my loyalties. Um, why didn't they just tell Danny that DJ got her period? Like, hey, Danny, can we talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up? DJ had to skip school because she, she woke up with her period. Her sheets were all, like, bloody. Danny, Danny would just be like, show me the sheets. Show me the sheets. We washed them. We No, we wa... Danny, don't taste the sheets, Danny. Danny, please, Danny. Danny, stop. It is blood. But it's but not it's period. Not oh, no. <laughs> uh, you got me. You got me. Uh, I, I had my period. This is Stephanie talking. Stephanie, you you're too young. You're a little, you're a little babe in the woods. There's no way. Whose blood is this? Whose, whose blood is this? Pam. Is it Pam? Pam? Ah. Oh, these are the sheets from which she gave birth to Michelle. <laughs> I kept them in a closet. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. DJ, uh, I wrote down, uh, yeah, that she's so stupid that she couldn't come up with her own fake sick plan. Uh, and my last note was, uh, Joey in one in one moment here is wearing a mosaic shirt that made me think of the Emerald City and the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Just like an Emerald Isle Celtic bullshit piece of clothing. But you know what? At the end of the day, DJ's sorry. She's not going to do this again. Right. Everyone's vaguely happy. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a weird bit where Stephanie's like, Daddy, are am I your favorite now? And Danny's like, yes. Yes. He's like, just kidding. Uh, Michelle's my favorite. And they're all like, Dad. And he's like, <laughs> she is. She is, though. I will give credit to Jody Swing, like, when he does the, uh, I'm just kidding. Michelle's my favorite. Uh, Stephanie kind of does have a very natural, like, hey, yeah. well, you're being f- silly. Daddy! And then they all fuck. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very weird strange. Ending. But you know, weird he, ending. Weird ending. he had to say that Michelle is his favorite because Michelle might be listening from another room. Uh, oh, hey, she's Michelle. On, she's on the ceiling. <laughs> Michelle's face becomes half of Pam's face, like, da-da, 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 Danny, What if Michelle is Pam reincarnated? Oh, God, like, her hands get bigger. Like, as they touch Danny's face, it's like, around his throat, like, Michelle, please, no. Yeah. Fight it, Michelle. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. Danny. Like, her bones, like, snap and just, like, grow longer. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, God. the worst werewolf transformation you've ever seen. Were-Pam. Were-Pam. She's a were-Pam. On the third blue moon, I become Pam again, and you can make love to me. The third blue moon that you drink is literally... Yeah, yeah, she becomes a blue moon. Pam, you're delicious. And then he uh, goes to the bathroom, and Michelle comes out. 
We're getting into some weird territory. Uh, that's basically it. Now let's hand out some common awards for woof-worthy fashion. Woof. woof. This is the award for the person we felt displayed the worst fashion sense. Mm-hmm. Nico, let's start with you, rude dude. Who do you think deserves this award? Well, it's a tough one, but I think I'm going to give it to uh, Stacy Q. Um, yeah. For looking like she came out of a, um, uh, you know, a, a ghetto, third world ghetto somewhere. And, um... Where they make those jackets for Americans. Yes. And she stole one on the way out. I must get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'll grab a, jo- a jacket. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a duchy. It's... <laughs> as, the, as the building that made it, like, crumbles to the ground. Like, people screaming, Stacy, come back, help us! I must leave. <laughs> she did it. She, like, yeah. set off, like, a small explosive. <laughs> Gotta go. Because she knew that, like, her boss was, like, going to, like, smack her on the face later that day. I can't deal with it anymore. I can't, I can't do it. I gotta go... Well, that's that's Nico's award for a comment. Oh, really? So, like, one more thing. Oh, sure. Earlier in the episode, um, I think somebody says, like, when has anybody ever died from a lack of an autograph? I think there are many instances where somebody not signing something has led to somebody dying. Dying. First, firstly, I think probably the most importantly, or one of the biggest ones, is probably death row inmate who's getting pardoned. By the governor. Wait, so you're talking about, like, a John Hancock at this point. Like, a signature. A signature. An autograph is not signing a pardon. Hey, what uh, is an autograph? Hey, governor. <laughs> Where do we draw the, the line? Where's the line? Right. Where's the line? It needs to be someone Draw from, it in like, the sand. Where's it needs to line? be from, like, pop culture. Or, I guess a politician could give you their autograph. Like, you could be like, Mr. President, can I get your autograph? Yeah. But, like, the, no one asked the governor, hey, governor, can I get your autograph on this I, pardon? I would like the, I would like an autograph from a governor. Well, they don't tell you. They put the pardon. They're well, like, just, when you're on death row, we'll see if we can get that for you, Brandon. <laughs> just sign my, my boob. <laughs> <laughs> this is the... And hey, what's I've tricked you. What is, is it? A boob? It's a, <laughs> it's a roll paper. Up. What is, wait, what is this, what is this tattoo <laughs> that says, I absolve Brandon Shiny from all charges? You got this as a tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. Sign my titty. I'll make love to you. This is me talking. I got the tattoo. I have to save my Brandon. We only did two, we only did 40 episodes and he got brought up for murder. Falsely. I did it, your officer. I did your, your it. Your officer? I did it, your I officer. I did it, your officer. I stabbed him in the penis till he died. Not Brandon. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. You're no, doing a tattoo. You have to do a tattoo signature. It's like the Flintstones. King, king, king. So my common award for Woofworthy Fashion, I could very easily also give it to Stacey Q. Yes. Going to give it to the guy standing in line for her autograph who had the like burnt orange sun denim jacket. He also had crazy fucked up Tina Turner hair. Um, he was the worst, so... Brandon, what about you? I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give it to Spiro. Uh, Jesse's grandfather that was Great making and passing. Great grandfather, because I just I can already picture what that probably looked like. Um, that's not fair. You're judging a dead man who you don't even know what he looks like. That's right. Fuck you, Spiro. You know what you did. This seems unconventional to a to a degree I'm not approving of. Fine, I won't choose Spiro. It's not a person we know. Yeah, we know him. If Jesse been like, oh my great grandfather Spiro, who wore a uh, sixteen hats on his head. Yep. No, Brandon. Fine. Fine. Zero. Excuse me? Uh, that what? did not no. pick up on the... <laughs> I believe you said, take the fun out of everything you uh, do. You moron. Um, no, I was, I was going to say the other person standing in line 
uh, for Stacy Q, the woman that um, Joey was trying to hit on ah. with the awful pink oh, yeah. in her hair. and Her like, outfit was like very day glow. Like, you know, if you turn a black line out, it would like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She so, was not looking good. Okay, that's Brandon's award for worthy fashion. Now, Nico, what is the first thing that you can think of on the planet Earth, animal, food, movie, film, whatever, activity? What's the first thing you can think of that's better than this episode of Full House? Uh, cotton candy. Cotton candy. That's there, done very and done. true. And I really don't like cotton candy. I think it's like <laughs> mad bullshit. Did you say mad bullshit? It's mad bullshit. Hey, come and get your cotton candy. Fuck you. Hey, fuck, fuck you. you. Stop peddling fuck that you, shit. Fuck you, that's mad bullshit. But you smile at them like that, like, hey, hey fuck hey, you. fuck you. So it's they like, know they know I'm serious. They know I, I might do something. You do kind of look crazy, but it also looks like you're flirting with the comic cop. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real funny. <laughs> a moment of weakness in a human being. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> you two are terrible. You should be ashamed of yourselves. What are you gonna cry, Coffer? No, uh, Coffee McCofferson. <laughs> I'm not crying. I just had an onion up to my face. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick. I'm Brandon, I don't want to do the rest of the podcast. I'm sick. I'm Can I have more of your food? Let me see your thermometer. Oh, it's right in the lava lamp. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I, it was only there for a second. 117. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a magma man. I'm a magma man. Oh, I've got poop coming out of my butt. And I've got opposite poop coming out of my mouth. You mean just, vomit? Uh, just opening no, chocolate puddings and just spraying them out on the, on the seats. <laughs> Nico, your feet taste like raspberry jam, and your butt, which I can't believe I'm saying this, tastes like chocolate pudding. Oh, oh I'm really, really ill. I'm a food boy. <laughs> I'm a food boy. <laughs> Why is the... My chest parent. is so hot. That's because there are fried eggs on them. Why is the parent just like <laughs> tasting every part of the meat? Because like... they recognize. They're like, that looks like that looks like Jello oh, okay. pudding. I, I'm gonna. That doesn't look like poop. <laughs> they're still gonna fly me to Cleveland Clinic though. <laughs> Our Nico is a food boy. So that's a good airplane. <laughs> All right, Nico. Let's get to know you a little bit better here. Sure. Now, was there? Did you ever? Did you ever pull a, a sick card? Do you ever, like, try to sham or scam your way out of a day? Oh, yeah. Not even school, like, obligations. Like, what's what's an example of that that you can remember? Of an obligation? Man, I, I've tried to get out of a lot of situations. I'm trying to think of one. Well, Even okay. as an adult, even this as is, a kid. This is, a, this is an aside. I, I, I had an idea once. That was one of my entrepreneur ideas in college, which was, what if you could hire somebody to go to the thing that you're supposed to go to, and they look kind of like you? And then they just walk in the door, people look at them and say, hey, and then they vomit everywhere <laughs> and rush out of the room. <laughs> so they're like, oh, look, Bran came. He was here, but he's really, really sick. And they just start texting you, you know? Yeah. So I thought it'd be cool to hire a service. You pay them 50 bucks. They go there for literally 30 seconds. They vomit, vomit. everywhere and they get out of so there. Someone so someone has a, an extreme, like, it's not fake vomit. This person is like... Got so such control. They're drinking, getting paid for this. Drinking yeah. Ipecac. Yeah. Yes. They're drinking Ipecac. You know, eventually their insides would rot doing this so many times. Yeah. But it would be a wild ride. <laughs> for who? That person? I love how you <laughs> But it's a this. great story. My stomach lining has been burned away. You can tell it's, it's something you story. thought of in college. Yeah. That the way you're pitching it is like, 
But it would be a wild ride. Who wants the rights to my story? No one. I think <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> also, this is all pre-dependent on no one getting near fake Brandon. No, everyone would have to be like 60 to 100 feet away to be like, is that Brandon? Yeah, he's, that's Brandon. You'd have to do it for one of those classes in college or something that had like the big stadiums. So there's like a lot oh, of people yeah. so you could like come like, in. It's like 70 p- kids yeah. in the same class. So, hey. Or like you go to uh, like uh, best fifty bucks I ever made. Like when working like an improv class, like God, I don't want to go to my fucking improv class this yeah. week. Like so, you just come in. Oh, Brand, he came in and he vomited That's, everywhere. But you got to think it was uh, his best work. The the obligation would need to be pretty big. A lot better than his scene work from last week. I would rather sit in a class. Did you see Brandon's characters last week? Ugh. <laughs> oh. I, I would rather sit in a class for an hour and a half. Then pay 50 bucks to have someone vomit for me. First of all, I think we all know that improv classes are at least two hours. Come on, Brandon. They're three hours long, Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Oh, do it. Stop doing tattoos on my body. Tick, 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 tick. That's not tattoo sound. Tick, tick, tick. He had to grow off your death warrant. So that was your aside. So what? Yeah, okay, but so what? I'm thinking of one time a couple years ago when I told a boss. That because I was late by like half an hour, and really what happened was that I was I forgot that I had work that day, so I was just kind of smoking weed with some friends, and then I was like, oh shit, I gotta get to work. So then I bust I I went over there and I bust over there, and I texted my boss and I told her that there was a crazy man on the train who was and they had to stop the train to deal with him, and she's like, whoa, can't wait to hear this story. And I'm oh, like, no. fuck. <laughs> so she immediately was like, oh, God, this is ridiculous. She, she immediately was like, I'm excited to hear this story. So oh. I get in and she's like, Nico, come into my office. Tell me this story about this person. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was real crazy. Like, he was, like, trying to bite people. And I'm just, like, making things up. Because there's no crazy person on the train. Yeah. Right? It was a really awkward situation. But you got, you did it. I did it, but she was, she was kind of like, huh, that wasn't like as crazy as I thought it would be. You know, or it's as detailed those, or specific. Yeah, it's like one of those stories that's like just kind of a letdown, but oh, <laughs> I guess it must have been funny to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So ultimately she was like, well, c- had to be there, I guess. Yeah. I like Bye, Nico, my best employee. Like, yeah, yeah. God, you smell like weed. <laughs> I like how you, you like, weren't like, of weed. there wasn't, you could have been like, there was just maintenance being done on the train. Oh, yeah. And they stopped a fire the thing on the for like 10 minutes. But then, you know... It's easier to explain. I feel like if, you're, if your boss was the type of person totally. that like would look that stuff up, like, oh, that sounds crazy. Like, I'm going to look that up. You would be able to find, I, I think, news about mm-hmm. a fire on the tracks or mm-hmm. like a derailment or something like that. Whereas I think a crazy guy, that's going to go more under the radar. Sure. Yes, that's like, true. It'll slow a train down, but I don't think it's ever going to like completely fuck it up like a derailment or a firewood mm-hmm. um so nico i guess ultimately you scraped by just by a hair yeah and just i think she hair. trusted my stories less in the future she's like oh boy well the story that nico's gonna tell might be good might be bad there were two crazy guys yeah yeah three crazy, crazy guys four, and it's five i'm like the vampire four crazy guys she <laughs> And then someone robbed a bank, and I had to stop him. She. <laughs> uh, another question for you: uh, When you were young, yeah. whose autograph would you have wanted? Oh, that's a good one. And why? Like, why did you love them so much? Will Smith. Ooh. Oh, that's a great one. I would have wanted that as that age. I thought he was the coolest guy ever. Oh man, he was the best. He could rap. He could. He could act. Mm-hmm. He's very charming, charismatic. He could do. At least. 
I, I thought when I, I, he was primarily known for like comedy stuff, but I, I remember thinking, man, this guy can do everything. He can do serious stuff too. You yes, know? and I'd be so like, talented. he can't be. St- he still can't be stopped. He's he's he awesome. Can. He's a machine. He's the biggest actor in Hollywood. Oh yeah, he's one of the he's one of the few people that is on that list of yeah they can sell a movie. Well, they can't actually do it. Yeah, his yeah. he's one of the highest paid. I forget where he lands on that. Yeah, and but rightly he's one so. of the highest. Oh yeah. Um, he but, apparently, when he's with his son, uh, Jaden, in interviews, they immediately get real weird I've because they're Scientologists. And the way that they'll speak in interviews, it all becomes sort of discombobulated. And they're talking about, like, how math informs us all and how the moon moves through the sky. And it's like, all right, guys. All right. Jayden, you're both pretty crazy. I think the Jaden Factor really... Have you seen that new show, The Jaden Factor? <laughs> oh, really my good. God. It's so good. The uh, Jaden Factor? Howie Mandel is a judge on that show. Yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to find the Americans who are most have the most Jaden Factor. Who's going to be Who's gonna be Jaden's new, like, brother? Yeah, yeah. Jaden's, like, every every episode, he, like, pops his head and he goes, I want a brother. <laughs> and then he leaves and you never see him again. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to feel the same way I felt about Will Smith back in, like, the 90s. Like Men in Black, man, that was Will Smith. Oh, you know, right? yeah. Independence Day. It was there was hell there was yeah. less transparency back then, though. Like now we know. Actually, Will Smith has done a very good job of like basically keeping a lockdown on what happens behind closed doors. I think that, that's great. He never talks about no. the Scientology thing, which is He's the smart. big mistake that Tom Cruise made. Yeah. And Tom Cruise, I believe, it's because he moved to his own production company, so he he stopped having the same. He doesn't have representation anymore. As far as I know, because he was having his, because he's always been kind of crazy, but we mm. didn't hear him really talking about anything until, what, about five, ten years ago? Mm. Yeah. When he started doing these interviews With, all over well, the place? Well, his whole Katie Holmes experience. Oh, yeah, I mean, the Oprah really the Oprah moment was yeah. like a disaster, yes. like a PR disaster. Absolutely, and that's there can't be a publicist on who's been telling him to go on and do these projects, because yeah. there's no... Or if there was, they were quickly fired. Oh, of course. Yeah. I think I think only now, honestly, within the last couple of years, can we really say like he is basically where he was before all of that stuff. Like he can now like Tom Cruise is still. I, I think he's still a sure thing at the box. He can open a movie and no one's going to be making Oprah jokes because we I, we have gone around that curve. Go yes. see Go see Edge of Tomorrow. I've heard. I'll yeah, I've heard really that's quick. really good. That movie what, rocks. It was so good. Also, people abroad don't really care that much about this this stuff. Sure, and I try not to really either. I, I try to like to. separate actors' lives and their movies. If I like their them as an actor, like I don't. Care. I still like, and this I even mean, like a Mel like Gibson. Mel, like I still even like, like a Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson movies. Oh, boy. I can still watch a Mel Gibson movie and be like, this dude had it. You watch a Mel Gibson movie now, an old movie. An older Mel Gibson, yeah. Okay, what what I'm implying is like when Mel Gibson like turns in performances for like random new movies, like when he was in what, the Machete sequel. Yeah, he's like, not bad in that. Oh my god, I'd just be sitting there going, "You're a filthy anti-Semite." He's gonna be in the new. Who wanted to like? Too. Well, okay. Spittles three. That's that's a hearty recommendation. That oh, Mel Gibson's in it. You say he plays the villain. He wanted to beat oh, okay. his wife to death and like bury her under the ground. He was like, yeah, I will well, bury you. I'm sure he's you. a terrible person. I just think he's still a good actor. But we shouldn't be paying him to be an actor is my point. Fine. No one should want to work with but him. But I can't stop I can't stop him. So I'll see I'll see his movies. But if we want to have good people I can't stop him so I, I allow myself to like submit to the wrath of Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh. Mr. Gibson, I apologize. 
Also, we won't have good people in movies. Like, we'd get, True. you know, like, Julie from work to be, you know, starring in a, in a film. And, and Julie's the best person I know. She can't act for so a fucking sweet. lick. She got me a cactus. A cactus? For Christmas. We should put her in a movie. <laughs> let's put her in a movie. We were going to get Julianne Moore, but let's get Julie. <laughs> let's get Julie. <laughs> Julianne Moore? Yes. You're done. Yeah. What? You're fine. Julie? We said you're done. Get out of here. Julie, you're not nice. I am nice, but you're not as nice as Julie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Julie? Is it Julie Roberts? No. She's a bitch. <laughs> you know Julie Roberts is a bitch. Uh, I don't know whose autograph I would want. I was not musically inclined. I wasn't aware of like what was happening in that end. And I don't know. Yeah, I guess if I met like music. if I had met like the Mystery Science Theater guys, like if I had met back in that. Yeah, I, when I was a kid, I watched that all the time, and I was that was like where I got my sense of humor. I was obsessed with it. DJ's age. Uh, yeah, basically okay. like ten or eleven years old. I watched Mr. Science Theater, but I'm a few years younger than you. Like yeah, more in my teenage years. Yeah, we get it. Thing. We get it. Yeah, you're you're, you're old. You're an old. Yeah, uh, I'm an old fuck fag, and yeah, yeah you're yeah. a beautiful little boy who, yeah. with with beautiful skin. Sure, sure, and, sure. Yeah, sure, 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 yeah. sure, 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 sure. Mine would have been J- Will Smith is a good one, but I think mine would have been probably Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, man, you would have been like. Sign it to Brandon and, from The Mask. The Mask. I love. That's my favorite Jim Carrey. I love it. The Mask. S- sign it. I like it. See I the love mask. it. I want some more Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited for Dumb and Dumber 2? Yeah. Oh, God. You're yeah. so dumb. I've heard good things about it, but I also hate what the previews look like. They're banking yeah. on they're banking on this, like, tenuous It'll... nostalgia. Like, we liked it. Would you like another one? I guess. That and we'll of, make it. That kind of, like, dumb guys just being really, really dumb that gag, I think it might be over. Well, yeah, here's the thing. The movie will be, will play in, in the same vein and same quality as the first one, I bet. But... It doesn't play to this this modern day audience. No, anymore. no, no, no. We've we've moved on. Now we're more like indie. We need the, we need the appetite. We want we a Jeff Apatow version of Dumb and Dumber. Uh, yeah, like we're gross, but we got you know, and we're on. We're it's high. not going to be real self aware a little bit. Yeah, yeah. very kind of meta. Yeah, I mean, the only kind of joke I can really think of that's sort of in that vein is like in Bridesmaids when they all have explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Like that's in the same like it's dumb humor. But they pull it off, and it's not so exaggerated that you see, like, a shit spray yeah, coming yeah. out of Melissa McCarthy's ass. Right. It, that's what the Farley brothers would do. Yeah. And then, like, her turning the camera's like, oops, basically. <gasps> While going like, hachi-machi, hachi-machi, hachi-machi. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, why would Melissa McCarthy do... Oh, God. Never mind. <laughs> Just never mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to ask my question. Okay. Well, um, God. Usually Nico, uh, so what I... Enough, I guess. I just... <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, Get in here. Nico, a lot of uh, the characters in the show have mm. catchphrases. Like, yeah. Uh, Jesse says, like, have mercy. Mm. And Stephanie says, like, how rude. Hence mm. the show title. Yeah. Um, uh, he doesn't know he doesn't watch the show. Uh, so, uh, my question to you is a two-parter. A... Did you have a catchphrase or something you said a lot as a kid? And B, do you have one now that you like say a lot, something you say often? I think that my catchphrase as a kid would have been, um, uh, when are my parents coming home? <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. You scamp. <laughs> it would probably would have been like, uh, I want to go outside and, 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 and fuck around. Uh, what? I was a kid, you did not say that. I know. I probably, Nico, where are you gonna, going? Gonna go fuck around. I'm gonna go fuck around outside. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> no, I probably would have been like, I, I like to read, and, and I'm, I'm not gonna have sex for a while. Um, I like to read. 
I like to read. Nico, how do you feel about reading? I like to read. How do you feel about sex? I'm not having sex for a while. <laughs> for Good quite Nico. a while. Good Nico. <laughs> for quite a while. Um, and now it'd probably be... Um, things uh, you actually say. Things that I actually say? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Come on, let's go. I don't know. What Come do on, I, let's go. Come like on, let, let's go. Yeah. I think normally, like, uh, people people realize that they have, like, reaction sayings. Yeah. Like, if they're in a situation, they, they find themselves, like, saying, like, certain things a lot just to sort of keep the conversation, like, keep those wheels greased a little bit. Like, uh, I'll say, like, fair enough, or sure. And stands it just, to reason. Stands to reason. It becomes like this, like, Maybe sort of Maybe mine vomit. is like, come on. Maybe I say that. I think come I say on. that. Come on. Come on. Come on. You do that, yeah. Come on, do Brandon. Come don't on. be a pussy. Yeah. When Brandon's like, I don't know about this. I don't know, Nico. Seems like a bad idea. Come on. Oh, okay. Don't be a pussy. And then his eyeball explodes. Stop doing visual eyeball gags. rolls back. I can't help it. I'm a performer. <laughs> oh, if you could see what's happening now. If you could just see this, listeners. This is extraordinary. Describe it for yes. us, Nico. Brandon has just re- unleashed. He's ripped his clothing up to reveal a full toucan-inspired leather suit. Fame! Fame! I'm gonna live forever. I gotta learn how to fly. He just lip synced the entire Pippin musical. <laughs> Every man has his season. Every man has his time. Show Give me a reason and I'll soon show you a rhyme. Cats fit on the windowsill. Right. Children fit in the snow. Okay, that's it. Why do I feel no, like I don't fit good, in I anywhere I go? This is impressive. But Rivers belong where they can ramble. Oh, Eagles belong where they, they can soar fly. Well, you mess it up. So I've got to be where my spirit can run free. No, that's okay. Gotta find my corner of the sky. That was from Avenue Q. No, it was from Pippin, which Nico referenced immediately before. That was from Avenue Q. Definitely go see it. Jesus Christ. Nico, have you done a production of Pippin? I have not. Ah, damn it, all the hell. I I was like, maybe Nico played Pippin. You were in it? No, I have not. Oh, okay. I would love to play Pippin. Every Pippin that I've ever seen in a production is, like, inexplicably jacked. And I'm like, Pippin? Do we need, like, a jacked Pippin? It's like, take your shirt off, Pippin. It's like, it's just Pippin. Calm down. Well, it's because Pippin has to do some flips, I guess, at some point. Yeah, that's true. Right? It's kind of like. We gotta get this gymnast dude. Ladies like flirt hey, Daddy, with him. I, I want to be on my own. It's me, Pippin. Oh. <laughs> fuck! Look at that thick dick, Pippin. I'm ready to thick, fuck. Thick dick, Pip. Thick dick, Pip. Hey, you don't know what Pippin is, so you can't. No, I want to be part of this. No. Oh. <laughs> so uh, you hear that cackle? <laughs> Nico, what are yeah. some? Well, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. What is this? Will come out in more than a few weeks, so like probably around mid to late August. Okay. What are some consistent performance opportunities or projects you would want to tell us about? Oh, please come to see um, Casual Encounters, mm-hmm. which Brandon Shockney and I are both on. Yeah. 
And uh, we'll be playing at the new I.O. space at that point. Mm-hmm. You can check the website for show For dates. show times, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, please come to CIC to see That Just Happened. Um, it's a oh, weekly yeah. sketch show we do. We have seasons. So by this point, the season will just have ended, but we'll be starting a new one soon, I imagine, um, probably in September. That's or Chemically Imbalanced Comedy. It's a Chemically Imbalanced Comedy. It's 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 really fun. We write the show new every week. It's real. It's yeah. a very involved process. Stacked it's, cast. It's yeah. a stacked cast. It's very, very funny, and it's very topical, and it's Saturdays at 8 is what we've been doing um, we've been lucky enough to have that slot so please come there's a bar um, it's a great show there's libations there's please. libations <laughs> la, 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 there's dominoes across the street oh well oh, damn yeah, can't yeah. be that and a 7-Eleven which has the new or at this time it won't be new but at the, right now it's the Doritos Loaded right which are like little cheesy fill. that's actually our sponsor this week the Doritos Loaded <laughs> Doritos Whatever. Loaded get them loaded ugh ugh uh, this talk over this. Uh, Doritos loaded. Uh, turn it up and turn it on. Uh, Comes in three flavors. I'm so close. Nacho uh, cheese, Cool Ranch, uh, and Drunk Yellow. <laughs> Drunk Yellow number six. <laughs> yeah. Eat it if you're not a faggot. <laughs> That's what, like, in the studio, they're like, I want to keep it, but it, it will never work. Can we do another take of it? Why? Why are we doing another take? If you're not a faggot. <laughs> We're like, never going to use it. sound this. like Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice. What? Beetlejuice. That's my Beetlejuice, just yep. screaming, impotently. <laughs> we are on iTunes. How rude, the Full House podcast. Find us in the iTunes store, subscribe, and you'll get the latest episodes downloading automatically each Monday morning and leave us a five-star review on itunes we have a facebook page go there like us you can also find links to the episodes we're talking about you can watch the show before you listen to us discuss the show we are on libsyn we are on stitcher and now i forgot to mention this in the last episode but we forgot to do all of this by the way in the last episode we are on tumblr now that's hrpodcast.tumblr.com yeah and there are links uh, to all of the places where you can listen. So if you don't necessarily, if you're not inclined to listen through iTunes, trust us, there are more than a few options. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends about it. Let's let's keep this train moving. Invite your friends to like that Facebook page. Yeah, and you can also find uh, us individually on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is B double E Shock. I am J O N P E R N I S E K, and I am Real Nico Carter. The real Nico, except no substitutions or imitations. There are no substitutions. There are no imitations. There's no facsimiles. You know There's what? There's no ersatz versions. Because they know if they tried, they would be immediately shut down. Yes. And sued by your legal team. Absolutely. Which no is, parody accounts. Which is also the legal team of Doritos Loaded. Doritos Loaded. Did your girlfriend? Did your girlfriend break up with you, faggot? Is your mom not answering your calls, faggot? The only way you can fill that void is with the thick cut Doritos loaded. <laughs> Show it up your butt. Show it up your butt. It only got one ninety five of found change. Pick up that sticky corner. Found change. That penny tastes salty, but not as salty as Doritos loaded. Bag <laughs> it. This is the part where we go around the horn and we say our names respectively and then i say and we'll see you next time on and then together we say how rude and okay so let's see if uh brandon has something funny this time brandon usually on purpose fucks this up but the last episode not exactly a funny interruption not exactly the best that he's done 
So let's see if he can get it together. I'm trying to stamp out his confidence so he won't do this at all anymore. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, let's start with you. We'll go around. Let's start with you. Uh, I am Brandon Shockney. I am John Pernasek. I am Nico Carter. And we'll see you next time on How Rude. What? What? Happy season finale, John. Can you feel the brand new day? Can you feel the brand new day? Can you feel the... Brand new day of the sky. So don't ask where I'm going. Just listen when I'm gone. No.